stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media, your favorite podcast that hasn't been recorded for several weeks. True. Your your favorite locked account podcast. That's true. That's true. Queen of having locked account. I... I I'm, I never last on locked because I'm like, what am I staring? I get scared and then I'm like, wait, what am I scared of? I'm not a pussy. And then I'm like, wait, I'm scared. Like, I locked and unlocked constantly, <laughs> which is fine, I guess. Yeah, I've been locked for like maybe about a week. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just like don't want people looking at my shit. Just like my 3,000 followers, nobody else. That's fine. It's sometimes a family is 3,000 people who follow you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Locked account at 21,000 followers was pretty funny. Yeah, like, it's if like, okay. No one who wanted to see something couldn't find it at that point. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Um, no cops. No cops. Um, I, that's the thing about, like, when people have, like, alt accounts and they have more than, like, 10 people on them. I'm like, somebody's going to tell someone about this. Yeah, I don't understand you need to that. Stop it's having like 300 person alts. Somebody, there's going to be a leak. You don't have 300 plus friends. <laughs> yeah, that's that doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand when people like advertise their alts. I'm like, okay. I think it's because it's like they just want to post. They're like actually worried about their content. You know, they're like, I, guess. I don't want to post stuff on my main if it's not funny. Okay, Which to sure. Me is like, okay, I never ever planned on posting anything on my main that was funny. So yeah, this, I'm not here to laugh and joke. <laughs> Contrary to the fact that we're both comedians, we are not online to make little fucking jokes. Okay. No. I'm online to say whatever comes into my stupid head. That's it. <laughs> I'm there to post so that I don't bother other people with my thoughts. Exactly. Can you imagine if some I texted somebody every time I tweet? Like, it's like nobody needs that in their life. None of my relationships would survive. <laughs> my boyfriend would be like, "I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> like, can you please stop me? Your fucking traffic light pills or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I need Twitter so that I can find out that Benifer is back together. Oh my god. Can we just touch on that so briefly? I don't know yeah. why. I think a lot of people felt this way, but I was like, I feel like soothed by this news. It's good. Nature's returning. Exactly. Nature's healing. Everything was like okay in 2004. You know? I just think it's it's beautiful that they've reconnected. I think that it's so sloppy to be publicly sleeping with your ex like 17 years after the breakup. I know. But I they mean, must have been sleeping together the whole time, right? On and off? No. Uh, yeah, in between breakups, probably. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of funny because it's like celebrities, they're just like us, you know? <laughs> that was like I read uh, that Ellen DeGeneres moved out of her house and into somebody else's mansion and then she was like my marriage is not in jeopardy oh really it's not yeah 
everyone's getting divorced in this this panorama. This panorama. Turns out people people don't like each other as much as they thought. Yeah, well, especially celebrities, because I feel like they work so much that they like. I mean, not that they work so much, but they like travel for work. All the they never time. have to see each other. They don't see each other that much, right? Like they're they're jet set, like they're busy, or like they they have like all these excesses of like Hollywood life to like distract themselves from each other in their like failing relationship. Um, but this has really shone a light on a lot of people's personal relationships, and we're seeing a lot of divorces. Probably a lot more. Actually, I don't know. I was gonna say more divorces than like people getting together but I also think it's been kind of maybe a boom for monogamy because I think a lot of people who would like sleep around under normal circumstances are realizing that they shouldn't really be getting laid unless they kind of contain it to like one person (laughs) yeah sorry men (laughs) and fuck girls I guess (laughs) (laughs) I saw that uh the TikTok today of that well I sent it to you but that woman who was talking about her husband going on a date with his girlfriend and how the the girlfriend had a very different body type than her and she was like pretending like she wasn't upset about it yeah I don't understand how people are still doing that right now Yeah, I I I don't think there's a an ethical way to be a slut at this time. Unfortunately, (laughs) they just poly people seem like the same intersection of people who are like you can't do anything even when you're vaccinated. Yeah, I don't know though. I think that there's like there's niches within these niches, you know. Like there's I guess, be yeah. Polyamorous people who put like polyamory up above being like a nerd want or whatever, right? I so guess, like, and there's probably like libertarian. Yeah, or like I think there is also like an intersection of the polyamorous community where they're like really into like woo, you know. So they like maybe they're they're kind of like anti vaxxers like or not anti vaxxers but like pandemic ignorers in like the kind of hippie way. Okay, true. Yeah. Uh, that whole thing was very confusing to me. That video made me sad because I was like... The message of the po- of the movie was... Or, of the movie, of the TikTok was overall good. A TikTok is a film, sometimes. Um, but <laughs> in some ways. In, in many ways, I would like it if most movies were a little bit more like a TikTok. Mm. <laughs> shorter more punchlines <laughs> um but like i totally think that it's positive to like not com- compare yourself to other people right like that that's kind of a positive message and it's like we've all been there where it's like oh god like this i hate can't stand this fucking person that is like better looking than me or like has this thing that I want or like has more money than me or is like more educated or usually prettier than me like honestly be honest um (laughs) but like it's like you don't have to go through that you know like if you're you're suffering I feel just feel like polyamorous people are like choosing to experience that hardship <laughs> that most yeah because people... you're gonna be in direct competition yes even if you you 
like are working around feeling like you're not it's natural to feel like you are like that is a, a negative negative emotion that you have to work through even if you're in a monogamous relationship right like not feeling threatened by like other people that your partner might find attractive or whatever but in a polyamorous relationship it's like that's on steroids and there's actually like a perceivable threat <laughs> there right because it's like in a monogamous relationship you're like oh no my partner finds that person attractive or if they don't they're an idiot um <laughs> but like you know they're not gonna sleep with them right unless they're they're up to something <laughs> yeah you can kind of just like avoid that feeling mostly you don't have to like work through it and it's like do we need to work through every emotion or can we just avoid putting ourselves in situations where we're gonna feel bad totally yeah and i think that like a lot of people who are really kind of like polyamorous evangel evangelicals basically like they don't they don't acknowledge like kind of like the dark-sidedness <laughs> of <laughs> polyamory which is that like it, it ha- you have to do a cost-benefit analysis there right like is it worth to me i don't really like casual sex i don't value it i'm really grossed out by most people i don't meet a lot of people that i'm attracted to and i want to have sex with that's just my truth okay right? yeah same so, so it's like <laughs> the trade-off it's like i can not do that and then also have one partner that i like <laughs> it's it's not a good trade-off for me like some people are like oh i can have sex with whoever i want and the or relationships with whoever i want and then the trade-off is that i have to have these really difficult feelings and conversations all the fucking time (laughs) and it's like i hate those conversations and those feelings but i also don't even like the supposed benefits yeah so there's literally no good reason i guess it's not for me (laughs) (laughs) right like whatever you you fucking like you know i'm allowed to think it's gross you're allowed to think it's dope uh (laughs) i just i always go back to that polyamorous podcast where that girl cried because her she couldn't bring her boyfriend to her family dinner and she just had to bring her husband and i'm like i can't imagine putting myself in a situation like that yeah like i can't imagine um like if your family disagrees with your lifestyle, it's better to just not expose them to it more than you have to, even if you're right and your family is wrong, right? But in the case of polyamory, you're probably wrong or your family's and your family's right. <laughs> like, I don't know. But like, neither of you, let's say neither of you are right. You can just not expose them to information that they don't need to have right yeah like like it's it's kind of already embarrassing enough to bring a partner home for the first time yeah it just it feels very vulnerable like you don't need to bring three partners home yeah you're just all at the same time adding more factors into the mix to cause a problem (laughs) yeah there are just less there's like the whole situation is weird but then also there's like more people that could possibly not get along with your family like the more people you add into more situation the higher the chances that somebody's not going to get along right 
Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't need to make the risk any higher. Honestly, like, even some stuff, it's, it's like... Okay, here's a good example, maybe. So my stepdad was, like, hesitant about the vaccine, and me and everyone else in my family gave him major shit about it and lectured him about it, and now he's vaccinated, which is a W, right? So it's like, yeah. okay, we disagree. That was something that we had to table. <laughs> we didn't just let, let that one go, unfortunately, because we all care about, like, his health, and he lives with my mom. So... You know, like we couldn't really work around that. At the same time, am I at the Thanksgiving dinner table being like, I'm a Marxist and here's why? No. no I'm going to be honest, I'm not. <laughs> Some people would be. Um, I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's like we don't need to create any more discord than than necessary. Yeah, like, you're allowed to disagree and think that members of your family are silly, but, like, you also have the option of just keeping that information away from them, which I think is especially relevant when it comes to, like, your sex life, which is essentially what being polyamorous is. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, that that's all you're letting people in on is, like, the details of your sex life, essentially. But yeah, that's, Which I would like to keep my family away from personally. Yeah, and I, I really don't like it when people compare being polyamorous to telling your parents you're gay because it's like, no, if you intend to ever have a long-term partner of the same gender, that's kind of a conversation you do have to table with your parents if they're in your life. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can only introduce them to your main husband or whatever. And then just leave your weekend activities completely out of it. They don't need to know. Oh, God. Your mom, you're like at your parents' house and your mom's like, how come you have to FaceTime seven people a day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I weave a tangled web, okay? <laughs> you, you're always on that phone. You're always on that phone. Like, well, I have 10 girlfriends and they're all having a fucking crisis right now while I'm in laboratory. We all have our period. <laughs> Is it true that people sing top, do you think? Dr. Sophie? Uh, I think so. <laughs> okay. I think I always sync up to people who are on birth control, so I think it's about people having, like, alpha hormones. Word. Okay. That makes... I always think that, like, I don't... Well, I don't really have a true cycle, because I'm, I'm on the pill, obviously. Like, it's somewhat... Yeah. Are, like artificially managed like you know the the number of days per month that I have my period and when I get it are like fairly fixed but yeah uh, I'm sure that yeah it, it does make sense that other people could still sync up to you like I when I've dated girls that aren't on birth control I haven't synced up to them but if I've dated people that are on birth control I have hmm that's interesting so, yeah so were you just getting the other girls like really super pregnant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of plan B. <laughs> That's my my uh, straight man understanding of sex for the day. Like, why would you be on birth control if you were a lesbian? 
<laughs> the pull-out method, but for fingering. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to be fast at that? <laughs> you create a fucking vacuum seal by accident. Oh, God. Sorry. All right. Uh, should we talk about stuff? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I guess we already talked about Benefer. Lots of celeb news this week. Um, there is. Elon Musk went on SNL, and it, it he bombed, and then he blamed John Bean on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that he, like, his opening monologue addressed the fact that he was on the spectrum. He was like, I'm the only host that's ever been on the spectrum. And there's, then he was like, that we know of. And it's like, okay. There's no way that he's the only autistic person who's ever hosted SNL. So many people yeah, have there's no hosted way. SNL. So many comedians are autistic. That's the, that's the fucking weirdest thing about him being like, people being like, he came out as being on the spectrum because he wasn't funny. And it's like, have you met comedians there's like extremely high proportion of people who are neurodivergent who are comedians yeah it made no sense and it was like i didn't really understand why he was addressing it either because he was pre he was pre-bombing i guess yeah (laughs) He he was like he was doing the equivalent of being like uh this is all really new material he was doing the like I don't even I don't even want to do well tonight. Like, I kinda like bombing. Yeah, exactly. He was he was like he's like, Oh, you guys already fucking hate me. I could tell like when he got on stage. <laughs> it's so funny that, that these things are like so openly mocked like amongst comedians and it's like still it's like you can definitely think about times when you're like you're like, fuck, did I go up and say that one was for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or when you're on stage and you're like, do you guys hate me? <laughs> I can't do that. What if someone tells the truth? Yeah. What if someone, yeah. <laughs> do you guys hate me? It's like, okay. <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm so really, that's a yes. I'm really bad for being like, okay, not a lot of uh, Bambi heads in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> My go-to is blaming it on me being gay. Like, I'm like, oh, it's because I'm gay, isn't it? You guys don't like that. <laughs> Homophobic drought. Sometimes, probably. Sometimes honestly. it's that. Dude, that, that's a club thing sometimes. Sometimes the club is so misogynist. Yeah. They're like, ah, a girl. <laughs> they like... <laughs> They already decided that they hate you, and then if you tell period jokes, they're like, all women just tell period jokes, and then if you don't, they're like, oh, you're too gross. Yeah, they're like... Or like, you're too, like, vulgar. They're like, talk about how you're a slut and you're bad at dating. Yeah, but then if you do that, they like they're like I don't like it. They're so like, it's like, uh, what do you want? This girl is a fucking slut who's bad at dating. <laughs> They don't want to hear jokes about the post office. No. <laughs> well, only when David Brennan does it. David, if you're listening, I like all your jokes, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad that you could do a joke about the mint, and I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, did you watch any of Elon Musk's skits? 
no, I didn't want it to ruin the crush I have on Wario. Uh, no, I didn't. I knew it was going to be cringe, and you know how I feel about that. Did you? Um, I watched one. Which one? The one where he's playing the commander of the Mars colony. Okay, how was it? Can we get a review? Um, the skit was, like, bad overall, I would say. Mm-hmm. And Miley Cyrus was also in it. Oh, yeah. I saw pictures of them. I'm going to have to edit this out, but I thought that he looked, wearing the bandana, he looked so much like that. (laughs) Anyways, so you would say it wasn't funny, but was it his fault or was it bad writing too? Both. Um, I mean, we know how I feel about SNL in general. Like, I don't find it funny. Yeah. Really? Like, sometimes there's something that's funny, but I find that the skits are too long. I don't think I've watched SNL possibly ever. I Like, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to be, like, cool or anything, but I honestly, I can't remember ever having seen a whole or even, like, part of an episode of, of SNL, except for... I remember that people were talking a lot. They were like, SNL isn't funny. And I was like, okay, fair. But then they were like, the last time SNL was funny was when they did a skit about uh, Papyrus, the font. Okay. So I watched that one and it was funny, but it was from like 2007. So. (laughs) Okay. So. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you're watching a video online, like maybe it's a TikTok or something, and it's just like too long? Yeah. Like you're like, this could have been funny, but there's too much? Mm-hmm. It's that. Okay, they dragged it out. Yeah, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with a lot of their like skit concepts, but it's the execution. I don't like stretch comedy. I, like, yeah. I'll, I'll throw that out there. I don't like stretch comedy. I don't like... Um, I ba- I don't like improv. I basically only like stand up and like scripted comedy television shows. Yeah, I'm I'm the same pretty much. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sketch just feels inherently cringe. Well, yeah, like it it it's weird because it's like you take a not great writing opportunity and then you make people who are not comedians or actors do it <laughs> like and, yeah and they all have to get it ready really fast like it just is a recipe for it to be shit it's like talent show stuff well i did a sketch writing class once and it's like honestly it's like <laughs> okay uh what if beavers ran the government <laughs> like <laughs> I'm, like, going to get my 10-year-old nephew in, and he's going to be the best writer in SNL's cast yeah, history. literally. When he drops, what if Beavers ran the <laughs> It's too random. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's, like, how do you even come up with a concept? Like, it's all, like, lol random. How do you make people laugh? You don't make people... You don't, like, put you gotta work farts into like every sketch or whatever and then it's like then you just have to wonder if you're even holding on to even one remaining shred of your artistic integrity yeah (laughs) no 
not that there's anything unartistic about a solid fart joke, I guess, but... <laughs> oh, God. Um, the, the other thing about that, too, was, like, they were... I saw these articles that I didn't read coming up on Twitter that were, like... What does it mean? Like, how important is it that Elon Musk was the first SNL host since 2015, Donald Trump, who wasn't, uh, like, an athlete or an entertainer? And it's like, what the fuck do you mean? Who the fuck cares? You think Elon Musk is a scientist? You think that that's his primary job? I would say he's an entertainer. He's just a rich guy. He's a media personality. Mainly. Yeah, <laughs> like the fact that he is the it's not that weird face of a company like fucking put Bill Gates on SNL. I don't care. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't be weirded out if Bill Gates hosted. Like I'd be like, OK, I, literally, why is it a big deal? Just there, are they like because business owners are celebrities now? It's like, well obviously they've been celebrities why does everybody care about like the details of jeff bezos divorce yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) why does everyone care about the heather of heather's picks sex scandal what no i'm kidding that'd be so good though (laughs) i was like damn what (laughs) heather's picks (laughs) i was like oh god (laughs) <laughs> they should let Martha Stewart host if she hasn't already. I'm sure I'm she sure has. I'm sure she has, though, right? And then it's like, I guess she's technically an entertainer. But at this point, isn't she more of, like, a media conglomerate? She's more of, like, she makes more money from, like, owning brands of, like, homewares and stuff than she does from, like, being on TV anymore. Yeah, I don't think she's done anything in years. No, I watched a Martha Stewart What I Eat and Day video. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I have to contribute to this uh this distorse ever. And I watched a drives what I eat in a day video. Um I watched this guy who does what I he like watches the what I eat in a day videos and then does like he also eats it. Yeah. So I don't watch the how, what I eat in a day videos directly, but I watch him do the what I eat in a day videos. Yes. And the Grimes one was insane. Is that the video where she says that she only ate spaghetti for, like, two entire years? Yeah. It's from the Vanity Fair channel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She also did the uh, the Gwen- Gwyneth Paltrow one. Yeah. A- and she's like, I start my day with oil pulling, and then I open all the I curtains in my house. I open all the curtains. Dude, as soon as I saw people making fun of that... I was like, <laughs> you have to t- you have to tell me what the di- the name of that guy's channel is afterwards because I'd like to watch it. But um, I was like, I have to go watch this video, and she legitimately is like, people ask me how I have time to oil pull in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> she's opening all her windows. I just do it while I open all the curtains. Like, what? The like a normal fuck? person. Yeah. Sorry, someone rang my doorbell. Can okay. we pause for a yeah, second? Yeah, sure. I think it might be Alice. Yeah. Um. Go. Yeah, I. If I oil pulled while I open all the curtains in my apartment, it would probably only be about eight seconds of oil pulling. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, I don't have a mansion. Yeah, my. Did you hear has that she? Yes. Uh... So. <laughs> 
Did you hear that Gwyneth Paltrow broke down during quarantine and ate bread? Yeah, I retweeted the article because I thought it was funny, but I hope no one thought I was promoting <laughs> content. <laughs> I, I love that these people... Like, can you imagine how anxious you would be if you were scared of eating a piece of bread? I mean, like, I guess in your case a piece of bread to make you sick but like okay if you were scared of eating a fucking potato or granola bar or something yeah i can't imagine (laughs) like you just think that your arteries are just gonna fucking solidify if you eat like a slice of cheese i just like genuinely don't understand what she eats uh not a lot i can tell you that much it i think she must feel like shit all the time because it seems like she only eats like kale and limes and And black coffee black coffee matcha probably i have a little bit of Gwyneth paltrow in me because i've been drinking (laughs) matcha um i like that quote that she has that it's it's like about smoking cigarettes and still eating tofu like life's about balance it's about mixing cigarettes with tofu but it's like we know she doesn't smoke cigarettes there's no way that's yeah no she doesn't i don't believe it so what's her real vice then I don't, the thing that I don't understand is it's like, okay, I, I got shit on this for the internet uh, the other day. I said that I don't like salads because. I don't either. You have to chew so much in order to like get full. And people are like, you can make salads filling. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm saying that like they're almost like too filling. Just like it, my mouth gets tired. You don't get any real calories and like satisfaction from them. I'd like to eat vegetables, but like, whatever. Anyways, but like, I was just just thinking about eating like Gwyneth Paltrow makes my blood fucking curdle because I just think about like the amount of chewing she does. Like she just is on like brontosaurus life. <laughs> Seriously though, like the consumption yeah, it's of true. like greens, like hearty greens and like celery and shit. Like I just I couldn't get through. I don't know if I could digest it first of all, but I definitely could not get through the actual consumption of it. She must have crazy shits. <laughs> if I know one thing about Gwyneth Paltrow, is that she shits crazy for sure. <laughs> Okay, this is why I don't like salads. I don't like that you have to go out of your way to get all the pieces in a bite. Okay, that's valid. I'm hearing you. I'm seeing you. (laughs) I don't like that either. You're like chasing, and at the end, you're like chasing a leaf around your fucking plate with your fork. Yeah, like it's just like, what's the point? I get so full when I'm fucking eating a salad. People are like, oh, put stuff on it and I'm like yeah I know but then what happens is like I get so full that like I'm like I don't want to waste food so I make sure I eat all the protein sources that are on the food like you know the more expensive ingredients like the chicken and the avocado and stuff and then there's still leaves left over on my plate that I can't imagine eating yeah with nothing on them right with nothing on them and when my stomach is already fucking looking like the boreal forest because it's so fucking full of leaves already 
this is a this is a salad hating podcast like firmly yeah i would say i'm on team vegetables and fruit not on yeah team of course salad at all but like it's so much more reasonable to eat like a cup of broccoli on the side of a bunch of other foods or like mix it into some funny food or something than it is to like eat a giant fucking ball of leaves with other stuff on it sorry what's your number one vegetable uh like okay my number one vegetable that's not like a starch or like a plant-based fat because my number two would my top two would be sweet potato and avocado but like that barely that barely counts (laughs) so i guess i will say asparagus what about you Oh, Brussels sprouts rains really high for me too, actually. Broccoli's good, but I just eat it all the time and I usually eat it from frozen. So yeah. like that makes me like it less, but like it's kind of special when you eat it on something like good in a restaurant or something. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, I know I'm a big sweet potato stand and an avocado stand, but like root veg I don't know if root vegetables. That's not what you were asking, really. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> That's a carb. I'm like, oh, my favorite vegetable is the one that is also a, so, a dense a carb. source of carbohydrate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like basically the pasta of the pizza world. Of the pizza world? The veggie world. <laughs> it's the pasta of the pizza world. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm going to have pizza for dinner tonight, actually. Yeah, that slaps. I know. I'm so happy because I don't have to trick. <sighs> I know. I like. I haven't been feeling well for like a couple weeks, and um, my boyfriend has been making like craft dinner and Annie's mac and cheese, and it's so good. Oh, that's so nice. Ugh. I know. Do you ever put cut up hot dogs in your mac and cheese? No, but. Like, I'm not offended by the idea, but, like, I just didn't grow up eating it. So I feel like it's a yeah, that's weird fair. habit to develop as an adult. As an maybe. adult, yeah. yeah. What about your, your hot dogs and the mac and cheese tween? Um, I'm not explicitly, but it seems good. Okay. Uh, I'm, like, I'm very much, like, a heavy ketchup craft dinner okay. type of person. Or I would, like, I'm down a mitts and, like, 10 tomatoes or something. Interesting. I'm not a ketchup on the mac and cheese person. Yeah, it's divisive. What about ketchup on grilled cheese? Yes, of course. Oh, of course. See? Okay, here's the here's the real question. What about ketchup on eggs? No. Okay, distrusting. Yeah, it's horrible. That one is we- that one is weird that it's popular to me. Like I just feel like enough people aren't admitting that they don't really like eggs. That's valid. I guess it may... I have a thing about eggs where, like, I eat them pretty frequently, but, like, for a long time I couldn't eat them because I ate them all the time when I was, like, sick and they were, like, safe food. (laughs) Okay, Um, yeah, real. So then after that, like, it took me a long time to, like, not be totally grossed out by, like, eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and also I I would say that arguably it's one of the foods that like you can fuck up the worst. Like to eat oh a my God, badly yeah. cooked egg that has been sitting out for too long. 
uh, is really an experience. <laughs> I know someone that got food poisoning from eggs. Okay. And they were like, they lost like 10 pounds because they were so violently ill. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. But also on my to-do list. No, I'm kidding. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had food poisoning once and it was from uh, getting guacamole at Blue Tattis. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Which means that somebody was turning up guacamole avocados with like a raw chicken knife or something. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. I would get it from in guacamole. Someone did oh my god. not wash their hands before they made the guacamole. Did you see the Barstool sports star say that he doesn't wash his hands? No. Oh my god. People were mad about that. He, he said that you don't have to wash your hands after you uh, piss or shit if you're in your own house because he knows it's his own house so it's clean. <laughs> this guy thinks he turned right. get germs from other people's poop which is so funny. Right. That makes sense. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The germs are coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else were we going to talk about this week? We were going to talk about Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. Oh, God. Maybe you can weigh in on this one, even though I feel like I chose that topic. So they're they're dating, right? Yes. They're in okay. a, a relish. Uh, and people are mad. People are very mad because Harry Styles is one of like the most stand male artists of all time. It, it seems like people are mad and they're, like, doing age gap discourse, but I think that they're really just jealous. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, I saw people be... Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, so Harry Styles is, like, 20-something. Olivia Wilde is, like, 10 years older than him. A little, a little sexy uh, May-September relationship. No, I'm kidding. It's not at all. It's not weird at all. I think he's like, he's 28 and she's 36 or something. Like, it's not. Wait, seriously? I thought she was in her 40s. What's the problem? No, I don't think she's even in her 40s yet. I'll, I'll look it up. But um, any, That's anyways, insane. people are looking up dirt on her so that they can cancel her um and they found her saying some like regular older millennial oh 37 and 27 <laughs> <Big> okay <deal. laughs> um but they uh they're trying to dig up dirt to see if she's problematic and then I saw people doing tweets about it, and they were like, I am not canceling Olivia Wilde because she's dating Harry Styles. I am canceling her because she said X problematic thing and X problematic thing. And it's like, so what inspired you in the first place to dig for dirt on someone who just Yeah, why were you looking at her tweets? Be dating the person that you are obsessed with. <laughs> hmm. Like... Why were you going out of your way to try and find a reason that this person is problematic? <laughs> I like, I mean, famously, I like older women, but I don't really see the issue with a 10 year age gap, especially if you're both like rich. You're rich. And also, like, I don't think 27 year olds are babies. 
like no when I was redacted years old but old enough to be doing this I was dating guys who were like in their early 40s it was okay and legal (laughs) it was barely even (laughs) weird you know what I mean like once you're over 25 I really don't think that it matters it's probably weird if you're dating someone who's like older than your parents but it's weird it's not like bad yeah it's just like yeah I could see how that might be a little awkward but it's like when a guy dates a girl who's like basically his kid's age like that's kind of like awkward but it's not like objectively there's nothing wrong with it and definitely in the case where it's like obviously that's not what's happening with Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles they're only 10 years apart and they're both like advanced enough in age that it it doesn't matter it's not like he's he's like 18 and she's 28 or something right no that that would be that would change things (laughs) but like once you're in your mid to late 20s you can do whatever you want you can technically do whatever you want when you're 18 but uh you might wonder if you're being groomed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah like but, when you're, you're but at this 20s, point it's like you're you're not being groomed <laughs> i promise nobody wants to groom you <laughs> people have, uh, probably did want to groom him and have been his stands for this like entire time and then they're just mad that somebody else dropped it out from underneath them it's so funny because it's like dude you really think canceling olivia wilde is going to make harry styles stop dating her and start dating you like harry's wife <laughs> sit 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 at twitter.com <laughs> <laughs> okay question does this make olivia wilde bisexual yeah she is bisexual or is she already bisexual bisexual. i think they're bi for bi couple that's the sense i get okay yeah that's hot (laughs) i might be making some assumptions about harry based on uh him wearing dresses or whatever but (laughs) she's she's definitely said before that she's like open to a, a lesbian relationship or whatever which was some of the dirt that people were were digging up on her but it's like it's not anything more offensive than any random woman even if she was gay in her 30s would say this you know what i mean like yeah it's like she said this shit 10 years ago and she's kind of getting old now right like <laughs> not old old but you know what i mean like you you know like old like women that are like in their their 30s like especially like 37 38 39 40 whatever like they don't they're not trying to be not woke but it's like these rules didn't exist while they were young enough that they had to fucking pay attention to that also like being a celebrity was different back then definitely you could like this was before you could like lose your role in a movie because you said something off color not that i think that any of the things that she said were like really problematic to be honest (laughs) no i can't imagine like she was like, I don't she know. said she, some shit where she was like, I had my heart broken by too many men in a row and I thought about going lesbian for a while. Like, 
Uh, oh, who, who cares? Like, uh, can, Sophie, can you weigh it as the lesbian belief? Do you think that's a homophobic thing to say? I think that that's something that all, all, all straight all women, women say, say that. Yes, even women that are like, I'm not problematic, I'm an ally, they still all say shit like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people that get mad about that are just mad that that woman would never consider them like a viable sexual option like when they're like oh i would consider going gay they're like not thinking about that type of woman yes (laughs) it's so funny it's like are we gonna start calling it problematic when like anytime someone is like i'm not gay but i think i would go gay for like a celebrity or something you know like it's like who gives a fuck is it problematic when you know some gay guy is like straight up I would fuck Randy McKay. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, no, it's stupid. It's not problematic. It's just annoying. It's like, whatever. It's, like, it's the funniest thing was, too, was I was like, oh my god, I'm so glad that I, I sometimes I've accidentally ended up in Stan Twitter, like, when I, you know, I wade into the discourse, and then I, I tweet a celebrity's name without fucking starring out their, sh- their shit. Oh god, yeah. Thing. Everybody is stands. fucking Ariana, Ariana Grande Stan Twitter. I don't, I don't know what the name of the Stan Twitter is, but, you know. Um, and people were being like wow like harry's wife sits at six tweeting like wow i can't believe olivia wilde would say this i feel so invalidated in my identity as a lesbian <laughs> <laughs> word for word that's a tweet that i read i was like you need to work on your identity <laughs> if something relatively innocuous thing a celebrity said 12 years ago can make you feel invalidated <laughs> Oh, you feel invalidated as a lesbian? Harry's wife, 666? Yeah. They're like, I'm, they're like, I'm gay, and for some reason, I have a Twitter account with 380,000 tweets dedicated to Harry Styles. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's scarier, because it's like, okay, so it's not, like, a crush thing? You're, like, a a stalker? Like, uh, A stalker? (laughs) (laughs) When I thought that you were like a teenager with a crush, this whole thing was a little bit easier to excuse. Yeah, like what's going on here? This is like a little bit of a Selena situation. <laughs> God, as much as I don't feel bad for celebrities in any capacity, can you imagine how unhinged it would be if there were like 300,000 Twitter accounts that were dedicated to following your every fucking move and tweeting about it and like sending hate mail to like any person they thought you were in a relationship with? Right? It's like having an ex that wants to ruin your life, except they're people that you've literally never met and haven't done anything to. And there's 300,000 of them. (laughs) 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 And they like the funniest thing is too it's like they they fuck with your life but it's like any celebrity who's like dated a civilian and then they like have they have uh stands it's like they fuck that person's life up forever it's one thing if you're another celebrity because it's like olivia wilde is obviously protected from this sort of thing but 
if like one of the members of One Direction started dating just like some random British girl or something, like that would be so bad for her. Yeah, she wouldn't have like security and stuff, obviously. Exactly. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> be careful before you stand. <laughs> truly so dangerous uh fuck it should we talk about the internet yeah let's talk about the internet the internet the internet this week i do kind of on topic actually but i i have a beef with that girl that posted the tiktok where she was bragging about ben affleck matching with her on raya and then sending her an instagram message when she unmatched him i'm ready like well my beef with her is like why why are you advertising that you didn't have sex with him or you did and now you're just putting him on blast for like wanting to fuck you like isn't that the whole point of being on a dating app yeah and also you dropped the fucking bed (laughs) there are plenty of us out here who are dying to fuck Ben yeah, like, was, I don't understand what the point of her video so was. It was offensive to me that it was specifically Ben Affleck, because I was like, this is literally one of the only celebrities that I'm attracted to. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, this girl does this, and Aubrey Plaza gets married in the same week. Like, okay, my life is fucking over. I'm cold. <laughs> 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 like... That, it's so stupid like and the Matthew Perry thing too it's like these guys are just guys that are on dating apps you are on a dating app for celebrities what the fuck do you think is gonna happen male celebrities are going to try to fuck you that's how dating apps work yeah it's like people still think date like fucking celebrities is cool and it's like not really but it's especially not cool if you're literally on a dating app for celebrities well yeah like that's the whole point yeah like uh, and then it's like you chose a viral tiktok over fucking ben affleck right about your life i went viral on tiktok by accident now do you still what what happened important um uh, when i tweet about it people don't imposter syndrome isn't really real because most people are just actually someone like like, read your tweet somebody read my tweet and said what if i was suicidal and this was the last tweet I saw. <laughs> and it went viral. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> so many people sent that to me, and I was like, I wish I could share this, but like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not on TikTok, so there's no way for me to really, uh, I guess, engage I could, with like, it. Screen grab it and post it on my own Twitter. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, but anyways, I think that those girls are stupid, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it pissed me off. I was like, why are you, what's the point here? Yeah, it's such, it's just such stupid clout chasing behavior. And you know what's going to happen now? Now, if my boyfriend and I ever break up, and for some reason I'm on Raya and I'm in California, I'm not going to be able to fuck Ben Affleck. Because this girl fucked it up for everybody. Okay, true. That's what she didn't think about. <laughs> she didn't think about everybody she else. She didn't think about that. Inshallah, Mike and I never break up, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh 
But she, yeah, it's true. She didn't think about she that. Didn't. She didn't. Karl Marx failed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, I think I had a beef, but I can't remember what it was. Maybe it wasn't that important. God bless. God bless. I don't know. Oh, I guess I want to be, like, I'm loosely annoyed about people doing that tweet that was, like, how can you get bullied in college? And it's, like, you can get bullied anywhere. (laughs) Oh, yeah. At first, I was kind of, like, lol, yeah, how can you get bullied in college? But then I started, like, actually thinking about it, and I was, like, actually, women are, like, really cunty. Dude, I got bullied. Like, I don't know if this. And then people are like, if you get bullied, it's like your fault. And it's like that's so shitty. It's like I've been bullied in so many places, and it's like people don't really like talk about this, obviously. But it's like, if you're in a situation with for some reason, and you're like a girl, and other girls perceive you as a threat, and for some reason they have like more social capital than you do, or like whatever type of capital in the situation, not only traditional power structures, they can make your life hell. Yeah, absolutely. Like, high, college is not different from high school in that, like, if all your friends abandon you and then refuse to hang out with you because someone has, like, bully, is bullying you and has decided to isolate you socially, that's the exact same experience that it is in high school or elementary school. Well, like, people don't just magically mature when they go to college. Some people never grow up. No, I got bullied fucking mercilessly at my government job. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> People just get more creative. Yeah, they just do it like in subtler ways and then people are like replying to my tweet being like you can't get bullied as an adult because you can just like either ignore people or be hostile to them it's like and then what then you're the crazy person and you're getting fired from your job like yeah obviously they're like just don't interact let me know how that goes with people who aren't cool to you it's like no you there are some people that you have to interact with that you're not going to like it's called school or a job or like i don't know a family a family and people are like a family's not bullying or whatever it's like okay well that's semantic but like what about situations where you're like i don't know for whatever reason like your sister-in-law is bullying you or something what are you gonna do tell your brother to get a fucking divorce or just stop showing up to christmas everyone's gonna be like you're a baby yeah exactly (laughs) yeah Right? Or even if, like, your friend is, like, you know, in those contexts where you, like, socialize kind of in a group and, like, your friend is, like, dating someone and that person is, like, really, really mean to you for some reason or whatever. Yeah, they're, like, negging and you, kind like, of. So do you never hang out with your friend ever again? If their, like, partner is going to be there, it's, like, hopefully they break up eventually, but it's, like, in the meantime, you can... You could get bullied. <laughs> like, you don't probably. It's true. It does make you look crazy to just be like, well, I'm never hanging out with that person again. Oh, well, I'm not going to come if Julie's going to come or whatever, right? And then it's like, everyone's like, oh my God, be an adult. And you're like, ah, now I look crazy, even though she's the one who has been like acting like she has a fucking problem with me this whole time, right? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I maybe have just had different experiences, but people when people are like bullying isn't real when you're an adult. I'm like, well, maybe people don't uh, hate you for no reason, but that hasn't been my experience, unfortunately. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I was like, uh, especially the workplace stuff, right? Because it's like, or in any circumstance, really, but especially in the workplace, someone doesn't have to be your boss to bully you. Bully bosses obviously get away with it more, but like your random coworkers can bully you, and there's not really any recourse uh, oh, for that yeah. because unless you find another job, but then it's like you're like, am I a pussy for like changing jobs for getting bullied? <laughs> like that person shouldn't. It's have usually that like a for you, right? But they do sometimes. Yeah, it's usually because they're, like, trying to exert power over their, like, peers because they're, like, shitty at their job or something. Yeah, well, like, in the circumstance where it happened to me was, like, she didn't, she wasn't technically my superior, but it was, like, I was on a contract, she had indeterminate, right? Like, so it's, like, yeah, we brought Mm. up the bullying or whatever, but she can't really be fired. And when she found out that people were making bullying reports against her, she just did it worse because she couldn't get fired. (laughs) Yeah, she just put people into submission. There's no consequences there besides everyone that she bullied quitting their fucking jobs and not working there anymore so that she can just (laughs) do it on a new fucking batch of people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Great solution. Right? That was uh, was the worst one too because it was like from an outside perspective people are like that girl is bullying you because she's like ugly and a loser and I was like well "Well, yes (laughs) (laughs) I know it doesn't make any sense but that's why she's getting away with it (laughs) (laughs) to be honest yes Yes, she is. And you know what? I am doing about it. Uh, having a panic attack every morning before work and then going to work anyways and taking it like a pussy. But anyways, glad that is over with. But I, I support you if you're an adult bullying fit. The funny thing was, I didn't really get bullied very badly as a child, like, until I was probably, like, sort of, like, a preteen, you know, like, but, like, until girls started to get really mean to each other, like, 11 or 12-ish. Yeah. I never had any problems. Because of, like, interpersonal stuff. Yeah. Like, what is there to really be a bitch about when you're, like, eight? I guess if you look different or something, kids will be mean to you. Are kids allowed to do that anymore, though? I think they just found new ways to get away with it. I'm just like, what if every playground bully from when we were kids, but it was like, if it was now, would they be going home and getting a lecture about being fatphobic? Oh my god. (laughs) Okay, that's woke bullying. That's so funny. Like, when I worked at camp and people would be like excluding kids, kids would complain and be like, they're like not letting me play with them. So then you'd have to be like, okay, you can't exclude people. Like you have to let everybody play with you. And then they'd be like, hey, Johnny, do you want to come and play with us? Because we have to let everybody play with us. Like we can't say no. <laughs> they're like, just to be clear, if it was up to us, we would not invite you to play with us. But since we are obligated, would you like to play with us? they're like we have to be nice to everybody that's like when they made it mandatory for like 
I don't know if this was the case when you were in school or whatever, but like on Valentine's Day, you had to give a Valentine to everybody. Uh, yes. <laughs> Gay shit. This, this was also okay. Like I used to give out Valentines at that job that I had too, and it was funny because I gave one to everyone who was on my team, and. I tried to write something nice about everybody, and I was like, I feel like I was doing brain exercises by forcing myself to think <laughs> about a nice thing to say to, like, people that I hated with every fucking shred. Like, I was trying to become a fucking Buddhist or something. I don't know what I was up to, but I was like, I will find something nice to say about this bitch that is ruining my life. <laughs> I love your Funko Pops. Uh, <laughs> how embarrassing for me that one of the most like evil characters in my life, main character arc, has been a Funko Pop type of bitch. Oh my god. Everything about her, it's like it's such a strong visceral I know. I know. I know. She would wear like your Doc Martens with like fucking final fantasy cartoons on them and stuff like i was like i'm getting my ass handed to me by a grown woman who was wearing a cape with cat ears on it in a fucking boardroom meeting and she she'd do like joker makeup sometimes she'd do like her top lip purple and her bottom lip green or whatever what? Oh, yeah, dude. And she'd bring in baking every week, and it was so bad. And I really don't mean that as, like, from a hater perspective or, like, as someone who likes to bake, so I'm, like, obsessive about it. But, like, it was inedible. And people kept saying it was good, so she kept doing it's it. It's kind of an own for her to force people to make it, force people she to eat it. She was constantly asserting dominance in weird ways, including making everybody in the office eat the disgusting fucking baked goods that she bought. <laughs> what a psycho. Uh, I hate her so much. I hope she dies. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of people in the world that I'm like if they died I would laugh uh, and that girl is, has made it she made it there's like th- maybe three or four people and she's right there <laughs> that seems fair honestly I only have like yeah like two people that I wish would die and I do like sincerely wish that they would die I feel like I know who they are but I'm not gonna dodge them <laughs> Yeah, you definitely know. I feel like we share. We might even share them. Probably. Probably. All right. Well, there you go. (laughs) It only grows our bond. Um, Do you have a dumb bitch? I don't, actually. People have really left me alone lately. That's so nice. Yeah. Do you? Uh, I mean, I had a tweet that went sort of well, so I got some weird messages, but they were just all, like, really standard stuff. Like, did I hit me with, can I ask you a question? And I was like, I was like, yeah. I don't know why. I was like, yeah. (laughs) And he was like, I guess I was bored. And he was like, are your toes painted right now? And I was like, oh my god. It's not that it's so gross, it's just like, it's a little on the nose. You know, I hit my coworker with a "Can I ask you a random question today?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, "She was like, yeah, haha, I love random questions, lol." And then I was like, "How do I view my pay stubs?" 
What's her sign? What did she think you were gonna say? That's funny. I don't know. A random flight. Okay, no, this is very much a work-related question that is appropriate. For well, it wasn't ask. directly related to the other types of questions that I'd asked her. <laughs> it was like admin-related, yes, you know. Yes, that's, that's funny. Oh, also, a lot of guys were. I tweeted that it's Mother's Day, and I, I don't have a son yet. And people were replying and being like, "I'll give you a son. Ugh. I'll give you a son." Guys, DMing me, be like, "I want to give you a son," and I'm like, "Ew." But I kind of brought that on myself. Okay. Yeah, like obviously, you know, people are gonna respond that way, but it's still gross, <laughs> dude. Cut this thing. Right, right, right. She's a scientist. Yeah. Okay, should we go back to the fucking podcast? Yeah, let's okay. do that. Uh, do, do you have a tweet of the week? I do, I do. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> now that we're done having a private conversation, we always have to do that. That's okay. My tweet is my tweet is from at Internet Hippo. Okay. And he said, Don't let this day stop you from holding your mother accountable, calling her out, fact checking her, etc. <laughs> <laughs> okay, true. Mother's Day call out post. <laughs> Cancel your mother day. Tots, my thoughts at mom. I love it whenever. Oh some, my god, so many of those. Mo- I know. I Okay, I shouldn't love this because, like, obviously I have a tenuous and at times difficult relationship with most of my family members, but certain ones in particular. Um, But, (laughs) like, whenever someone does the, like, don't wish everyone a happy Mother's Day, not all moms are contributing to, like, flourishing of their children or whatever. It's like, do we have to do this every day? Can't you just stay off fucking Twitter for a day? I'm more sympathetic to people who have dead moms and stuff, but it's like, you don't get along with your mom. Okay, so don't do a post. Yeah, when people post that stuff, I'm like, which one are you, though? (laughs) You know, it'll be like, for everybody who, like, has this, this, or this, I'm like, hey, which one are you? (laughs) Yeah, like... It's, I'm I'm sympathetic to the to the cause, but it's like, I I fucking hate like, and I'm sure it's only gonna get worse as I get older. But I fucking hate motherhood discourse of all times, and it's just at an all time oh, yeah. in the beginning of May. Yeah, it's it's really bad. It's like I don't care. If anyone had kids or is choosing not to have kids, like, I just wish people to be fucking normal online, but that's never done happen. Anyways, do you have a tweet this week? I do. Okay, my tweet is from at bog underscore chaser. Okay, good account. Sending a girl a weepy multiple paragraph apology text about something she doesn't even remember at 3.35 a.m. And within seconds of her responding with, haha, don't worry, I send a photo of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is uh, so good. That tweet is an experience. <laughs> it's it's real. <laughs> Did you see the post somebody it was a screenshot somebody posted the other day and it was like um 
I know you're having a bad day, so here you go. And it was a picture of what was obviously, well, not obviously, like an extremely flat ass. And the person responded yes. and said, what is that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was so flat, you couldn't even tell what it is. And the funniest thing was it was in, like, gray, like, scrunchy leggings, which make everybody look like they have a round ass. I was like, that is insane. Yeah, they're supposed to make your ass look fatter. Yes. I was like, this, there's there's nothing for them to scrunch on. Oh, that's so dark. I would kill myself if I tried to send my boyfriend <laughs> a picture of my ass and he was like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Literally so funny. Oh, my God. Huh. I tried to explain to Mike last night that I said that I told you that you you should start a all lesbian hardcore band and name it Bed Death, and he was yeah. like, "What's Bed Death?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh God, okay, never mind. This this concept is not for you." <laughs> <laughs> like, do I really have to bring up a fucking Wikipedia article called like Lesbian Bed Death right now? <laughs> Krista the other day was like, what's a pillow princess? And I explained it, and she was like, oh, okay, that's like the first girl I dated. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's when you're addicted to chilling. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hate on anyone who's been described that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, is one, that is one thing that's um, kind of annoying about messing with girls is it's like, as a, like, you shouldn't, like tap out during straight sets but like you totally can you can totally phone it in having straight sets you're like i'm here i'm whole okay yeah true (laughs) you're like man i'm half asleep and i'm still giving a performance that is a b plus (laughs) 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 fuck all right, should we land off on that note? Yeah, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, bye everybody. everybody. Thanks for listening.